fucking background. We have a trash can in here. Nope. That box looks like trash. CJ is the trash. You missed so badly. I don't have the legs for it. To another episode of the NYC Godcast. Well, folks, we're here. Fall has flung officially. Has it? Wow. It has. Already. Wow. I am too. So Leaves besides changing. the leaves changing and pumpkin spice everywhere, mm-hmm. October is obviously known for spooky spectacles mm-hmm. and cackling critters. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever seen a critter crackle, but you know. <laughs> Have you met my daughter? No, that was <laughs> <laughs> I love you, baby. Can we back up a little bit, When the joke is a little bit too rough, you have to say it. I just said it was too good. So, you said pumpkin, and to me, apple is the flavor of fall. See, I'm more of a pumpkin fan. Yeah. I actually had a pumpkin You're coffee. You're more of a pumpkin fan? No, I, did I say that? Yes. I yes, meant what did. I didn't say. Okay, I was like, that's a I good thing. Actually, I actually, I went to don't. Dunkin' yesterday, and my favorite is maple. Mm. Oh, okay. My second favorite is butter pecan. Oh, I love butter Well, this pecan. Dunkin' didn't have either. Mm. And I'm like, it's fall. Like, how do you get rid of those two flavors? They just pumpkin. They had pumpkin. So I'm like, okay. You got candle. Yeah, don't like it. But anyways, so spooky spectacles and cackling critters. So is what October's known for, right? Yes, yes. So whether you celebrate Halloween or not, we I don't personally celebrate Halloween. No. But if you're here in America, it's honestly, it's pretty. We'll take the discounted candy. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. absolutely. Yes. absolutely. Yes. But it, it is difficult to live here in America and, and ignore that this yeah. month is filled our, with. Our neighbors, like a few doors down, already have their house decked yeah. out. I mean, whether yeah. you go to the stores, no matter where you go, it's hard to ignore that this is going on, yeah. whether you yes. celebrate or not, right? There, There's just so much going on. So while that's not necessarily our focus this month. In fact, that's not our focus at all. No. Not even a little bit. Not even, uh, not even a smidgen. I just had to bring it up. Okay. Now you all are aware. Uh, so, in case room. you didn't know, Halloween's happening. So, <laughs> it, but what uh, it does give a little bit of an insight into our topic mm-hmm. this this month, and and I'm excited for this topic. So, you guys ever been to a haunted house? Mm-hmm. Yes. Kevin, I used you have to work in haunted, one. Oh, 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 you did. Oh. You did yeah, a skeleton I, room. Yeah. Yes, when I wasn't. He was a skeleton. He had a skeleton well, room yeah. where he was like hosting a skeleton. Cedar yeah. Point. Oh, I see. On the other side of my life. On Cedar no, Point. On Cedar Point. Yeah. Oh, okay. Skeleton. Okay. Yeah, I, I could do a whole podcast on it, but we don't have time. <laughs> and it was on the other side of my life. So. Yeah. so it's really easy when you go into a haunted house uh, or or fright zone for us northern folk. Cedar Point. So. It's, it's easy to go in there and, and totally lose your cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how you guys, well, I do know how you guys are. You guys are in a lot of fun. But Jenny, uh, <laughs> I love you, baby. She screams. <laughs> she screams. She screams. Uh, which is the fun, like, that's yeah. the point of a haunted yeah. house. It's not to be like us who are just like, this is fun. This is funny. To this scare is the hilarious. People. Uh, but when things are jumping out at you, when things are moving, right, and they're bumping into you and it's dark, mm-hmm. it, it is difficult to stay calm or cool or collective. Yet this is the thing. If you were to stop and think about what's really going on around you in this haunted house, the truth is, truth is on your side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And really, truth pops all the bubbles of haunted houses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. Because you know good and well the werewolves aren't real. Yeah. We do know that. Mm-hmm. Okay, now you do. You do know wow. the werewolves aren't real. Now I know. Okay. <laughs> Memo to myself. Uh, bats don't really turn into people. Spiders are not the size of cars. Clowns don't live in storm drains. So, hmm. almost people do. <laughs> <laughs> That's debatable. So, 
You know that no one is really going to harm you in these places. You know that the props and the people, the scenes and the sets all around you, mm -hmm. they are all just a figment of someone's creative imagination. You know that factually. You yeah. know werewolves don't exist. You know clowns are nice folk. You know all of these things, <laughs> right? Hmm. And yet still. I don't think so. Right? <laughs> like, hmm. The only reason you become scared in a haunted house is because you allow what you uh, see to out-convince what you believe. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Right? You yep. believe you allow what you see to out-convince what you believe. Mm -hmm. Yes. Halloween is all about trickery. Mm -hmm. Halloween is all about convincing our minds into what is not real in order to get us to react. Yep. I'm going to say that again because that's important. Halloween is all about, we could really replace that, the enemy, which mm -hmm. is what Halloween roots back to. Yes. The yeah. enemy is all about trickery. He's all about convincing our minds into what is not real in order to get us to react. Yep. So people uh, will hang haunt, you know, hang haunts on their houses. They will uh, hang frights on their fences and spooks on their stoops. <laughs> People will hang haunts on their houses, frights on their fences, and spooks on their steps. You messed it up. One more time. No. But the reason they do this, right? Tony said, like their neighbor, the reason people do this is all in order to trick the minds of people passing by. In jest, most most of them are in jest, right? So much slow so so much so that what is the what is the slogan of Halloween? You still trick or treat. No, he said slow again. <laughs> Did, I really? Did he? What is the well? You know slogans. What is the slow. slogan of Halloween? Trick or, trick trick or, or treat. treat. Trick or treat is literally the slogan of this month. The same. This is we're not again. We're not focusing on this for the podcast. It but feels like we are. <laughs> What you're hearing is, is tricking your mind into reacting, and thank you for proving my point. Okay, let's go home. Okay. No, of course not. That yes, would be too easy. 500 more pages. <laughs> is she wrong? The real or uh, the same exact thing is true in our lives. So as long as we remain focused on distractions and dilemmas, mm -hmm. we're going to be overwhelmed and we're going to be frightened. Yep. As long as we're stressful about situations and circumstances, then our attention and our minds will be placed upon the tricks, mm -hmm. upon what we see and feel. Yep. And yet when we focus on the facts, suddenly we recognize that things are not what they actually seem to be. Mm -hmm. We all say we believe God is greater. We claim to believe that he can do the impossible. And yet we allow, we, yet we often allow mm -hmm. our circumstances to out-convince what we believe. Yep. Mm -hmm. We allow the mountain to out-convince what we believe about God. We mm -hmm. allow the valley to out-convince what we believe about God. We are tricked right out of the truth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so this is the disconnect. A lot of people, uh, uh, we talked about this actually this morning, a lot of people equate belief and faith. Yeah. Mm. When we face a giant trial, we face a giant problem, we believe that God is big enough to handle our situation. And as a result, we think what we need to do is believe harder. Mm -hmm. The problem is that belief and faith are actually two different concepts in the Bible. Biblically, belief means head stuff. It's head mm -hmm. knowledge. It's a conviction which you think to be true. Yet, you can have a very strong belief and you can have a totally concrete conviction and still lack faith altogether. Mm -hmm. yep. The reason is that biblically, faith requires action. It requires to do something as a mm -hmm. response. Faith is taking your beliefs, the things that you have strong trust and conviction in, and putting boots on the ground to prove that belief out. In other words, faith 
follows the facts and it acts. Mm -hmm. So when you enter a haunted house, you may believe that werewolves do not exist, yet inside a dark room, you may hear howling and clawing and scratching noises. And as the lightning flashes and quickly there's an illuminated corner in the room, you see a half man, half wolf standing there. <laughs> and suddenly what you believe is not really what you believe because you're running to your mama and scared. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Did this happen to you? This is hypothetical, of course. I promise. Don't even own a miss. Okay, so. Let's not go there. So as your heart beats faster, you start to sweat a little. The truth is you're being tricked. Mm -hmm. You're being convinced, out convinced of what you believe. What you see, what you hear, it's not real. You know werewolves don't exist. But all of it is designed to trick you. All of it's designed to fool you, to out convince your belief. Yep. Yet faith takes a step towards the werewolf, knowing it's not real, knowing the truth, having a conviction about what you believe, and it starts to pet the cute little guy and repeating, good boy, good boy. That gig too kicked out of Cedar Point. <laughs> this is hypothetical, folks. Please do not touch the help. Okay, so. <laughs> Faith follows the facts. Mm -hmm. Belief blunders into trickery. Uh. So this is what the Bible has to say in Hebrews 11.6, one of the most famous verses in all the Bible that we all know and quote so often. Hebrews 11.6 says this, But without faith, it is impossible to please him. Mm -hmm. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Mm -hmm. So I've, I've heard and read this verse literally my whole life, and still every time it amazes me how strong the language is that the writer of Hebrews uses here. The writer, the, the writer, the writer, the writer doesn't say that it's hard. He doesn't say mm -hmm. it's difficult or really, really tough to please God without faith. He says it's downright impossible. impossible. Can't be done. Pleasing God always requires faith. Yep. The reason is explained in the second half of the verse, right? Why does it take faith to please God? Because those who have faith do what? They come to God. Mm -hmm. In other words, faith makes you move. Faith makes you move. It moves or follows and the facts, and God is that fact. And mm -hmm. so God rewards those who follow him. Yep. And so if you say you have faith, but you're not moving, if you say you have faith, but you're not acting on behalf of what you believe, then the writer of James says this, your faith is dead. Mm -hmm. There's no proof of life that you actually have faith because faith without works is dead. And so faith requires a movement, mm -hmm. a response. So this is the reason that in 1 Peter 1, 7, we read uh, that the trying of our faith is of the utmost value in our life. Mm -hmm. It actually says it's precious. So by acting upon our belief, we're proving what we believe to be true. We're establishing, we're increasing the value, the worth of our faith. In other words, the more werewolves you pet on the head mm -hmm. and the more werewolves you deny fear over you, the more you're proving that you believe werewolves don't exist. Yep. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. perfectly. The more you allow God to prove himself through your trials, the more you're proving your faith that God is greater than the trials you face in life. Yep. Mm -hmm. It takes that proving, that action step to put your belief into action, become faith, which is what pleases God. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, as Christians, we become pretty accustomed to being called believers, but I'd like to propose an even better term would be called faithers. I think mm. that, ah. you know, believers is great, but believing God doesn't please God. It's, it's faith that, re yep. that faith is required him, to yes. please God. And so, we're the faithers from now on. Okay. Uh, I'm sure we'll forget by next episode, but oh, yeah. it's okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm keeping that. I'm going to t-shirt me. Oh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
A Christian will please God by refusing to react based upon what they see, what they feel, what they experience. And instead, they choose to follow the facts. No matter what's going on around a Christian, no matter what their emotions may, that may blind them, no matter what uh, their mind might be telling them, no matter mm-hmm. the stress of the situation or the pain of the predicament, a Christian acts based upon the facts of their faith. And that's precisely what the 11th chapter of Hebrews is all about. We find in this wonderful chapter, the faith chapter, that Abel offered. Enoch went up. Noah built. Abraham went. Sarah conceived. Moses left. Israel crossed. Rahab gave. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm juggling. Uh, <laughs> now it is a hundred okay. <laughs> There's that clown. There's, this is the point. It goes on to say the saints quenched, conquered, enforced, obtained, stopped, escaped, and received all by faith. Mm-hmm. Each of these people in their own unique and unlikely situations chose to follow the facts, which resulted in an action. And it cho- it resulted in defying their dilemma. 11th chapter of Hebrews isn't the belief chapter. It is a chapter about faith. Mm-hmm. Those who followed the facts and acted on behalf of what they believed. Uh, I think one of the, no, no comments, none. <gasps> okay, good. Okay, I, mean, I, I know. So I know you get, get to the end and then one said anything. So, um... The, the way that yeah, I this see this is a sympathy this, comment. Yeah, is what exactly. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Discount. So, um, so let's say because I believe that I am the newest Christian here. So you guys, I can't even remember when you weren't Christians. But um, were you ever not a Christian? Oh, yes. <laughs> okay, I'm not that you got me. <laughs> but anyway, you were six. Mm-hmm. Okay, see, so long. I thought you said they're good to six. No, no, three. Okay, right. CJ, just out of curiosity. He doesn't know. Okay. He's probably eight. Eight? Because I think we were around the same time. I was three. I was five. Yeah. Okay. So I got saved less than a year ago. Mm -hmm. So I was in my 50s. Okay. So I can (laughs) clearly remember a time when, like, I've always believed in God, but my faith was not, you know, it was misplaced, I should say. Okay. So, like, when I talk to people today, like, they don't understand, like, the the peace and calm that your faith Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like brings you, and it's like the way the world kind of tells you things are. You know, and then once you get the faith, it's like you're looking at the same situation, but it's a totally yeah. different view right. on on what you're seeing. Yep. You know what I mean? And it's like, wait, this doesn't stress you out? No, yeah. it doesn't. You know what I mean? And yeah. like it seems so minuscule now to things that used to stress mm-hmm. me out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now that I put God. Ahead of right. everything, yep. you know what I mean. It's like you're not stressing about this. You're not sh- no because it, it it's supposed to be that way though, and this right. is what concerns me. So back to haunted houses, of course. <laughs> <laughs> like we got a we got a fright zone right in Cedar mm-hmm. Point, and we're the party people who make fun of the whole thing. We do. Oh, that's, I, that's the joy. I've always done yeah, that. Yeah, that's the joy. Yeah. But so we're going through, and like you see the little girl in the corner who's just freaking out over the werewolf. Yeah, right. you're like you know they're not. Like this well, is and then what happens? The more sh- the one that's the most scared, they, they get the most. Yeah, that's yeah. they they just they crowd around yep. them, they pile on. Mm-hmm. But to Kevin's point, shouldn't it be? Shouldn't there almost be a ridiculousness to those who fall for it in Christianity? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. those who freak out because it's like, well, you're a Christian. That means your life's built on faith. Yeah. So why mm-hmm. are you why yeah. are you afraid? What you say you believe is God is greater. So why doesn't yep. it look like it? Yep. And, and think, even for us, like we're all there. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not bashing it. We all come. We all face that werewolf in our life. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. And we all have that. But but really, biblically, that's how it should be. Exactly what you're saying. 
you don't fall to bits because you're a Christian and a Christian is a person who lives their life on faith. Right. And and though we live, though we all live our life on faith now, I think that the world and the enemy works overtime mm-hmm. to convince us that our faith yeah. means nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the, the deeper you dive into faith, the more you see the world as like this, ridiculous lie Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and even the things that you thought were harmless you know what i mean and didn't affect you like like, there are things now that i look at and i'm like that is so ridiculous like how did i ever like you know fall for that you know what i mean but trying to reach someone who doesn't have the faith like they are so convinced that that werewolf is real you you know what i mean like you could literally run up to the werewolf take his mask off (laughs) and they're like (gasps) yeah exactly (laughs) you know and it's like like, no that human mask is like wait a minute and they're like rip off the human head and the werewolf is back you know what i mean and you but you can go on and on but it's like so i mean they don't have what it takes the bible says they don't have eyes to see they don't have ears Mm -hmm. to hear they don't have that faith mechanism to see what we can see. Mm-hmm. Yep. And 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 <laughs> it's almost maddening to convince them otherwise. Yes. It's yes. Because I, I, I said this a while back and after I said I'm like, I don't know what I should have said, but I really believe this. Biblically, lost people don't have eyes to see, they don't have ears to hear, they have a heart that's hardened towards God, which means biblically, God himself cannot even convince them. Yeah. So why do we think we can? Yeah. I'm talking about a lost person. Yeah. Right, but, no, we, we but, but we, we try. We sure do. Yeah. We sure do. Like, I was in the supermarket yesterday, and, like, I feel as though, like, God really wants me to serve others. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, I feel as though now it's, like, each time a situation comes in my life, I'm getting more and more bold yeah. mm-hmm. to step out, and I believe next time I'm going to actually step out. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So, the first time was, like, over the summer, I was driving here for Bible study or something, mm-hmm. and it was this older gentleman. I believe he was going to laundry man because he had a trash bag full of clothes, but it's, like, 90-plus degrees outside, and he has, like, his coat and everything on and a hat. And I'm thinking, like... Wow, that's weird, you know. But then, like, don't I'm like, oh, his bag is full, so he has nowhere else to put right. the stuff. Mm-hmm. So he decided to wear it. Yeah. Okay. And my first thought was, you should give him a ride to the laundromat. Yeah. But then my second thought was, it's gonna make you late. You need to get going. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then give him a ride. Okay. So then a couple of months ago, I was driving again. Okay. And it was this lady who was struggling across the street. Mm-hmm. And my my first thought was, you should give her a ride. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I was like, but I'm hungry. I gotta go. Okay. So, <laughs> but yesterday I was in the supermarket, and the lady in front of me was talk, telling the cashier and the other two people who were standing around doing nothing. That uh, it wasn't at Walmart. Uh, I was going to say, I better know what story that was. But um, so she's telling the customer this story about she was out of state somewhere and it was this lady blocking traffic and she goes, and she was shouting about the Bible. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she stood in the middle of the road until some guy kicked out of his car and pushed her out of the way. Mm-hmm. And she sounded like, like made the guy the hero. Right. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And like, You know, part of my personal testimony is my dad was that person. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, like, I wanted to just, like, say to her, like, how do you know that lady was wrong? Like, she is going out of her way to save everybody stuck in traffic. You know what I mean? So, Well, I think that, like, so we're talking here about about fear, which is something I think we all can appreciate. But what Kevin's talking about is faith to obey. 
Yep. Right. And this is the thing the Bible also says, not only eyes to see, ears to hear, but it, the Bible also says that um, they can't know right from wrong. They, mm-hmm. they, don't, they don't have that ability to... The Bible says they call good evil and evil good, right? Okay. They have a twisted mentality. Basically, if you allow it, mm-hmm. what, they believe werewolves are real and humans aren't, right? That's <laughs> yeah. basically yeah. what we're yeah. saying yeah. here, is they have this misconception of truth which makes it impossible for them to follow the facts. But to Kevin's point, wow, should we not remember that that is a lost person? Like, that is their mentality? Mm -hmm. Should we not have that in the back of our mind at all times that, listen, they can't really see? Mm -hmm. They really don't know right from wrong. Because I think a lot of times as Christians, you know, even in the political realm, not to go there, a lot of times we think the answer to America is to turn away from the sin. Well, that's fine, but... They don't know right from wrong. You, yep. They call good evil and evil good. So right. it's only a matter of time before they turn to the next one. You yep. know what I mean? Yeah, like the, yeah. the answer is Jesus. The yes. answer is following the facts. His name is Jesus. He's the way, the truth, and the life. And so unless that is our answer to anything in life, they're kind of It's a limited distorted. answer. Yeah, like yeah. You, you, you may think, you know, not trying to piggyback on your political thing, but real quick, my belief is, is that there's no politician to follow because to become yeah, that high up in the, <laughs> yeah. you, you, you yeah. have to compromise so much of your Christianity right. just to get there. Yes. But off of that, you know, I just had to say that. But, uh, <laughs> this message brought to you by the t- exactly the twist. Kevin, Kevin. 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 <laughs> Kevin, 2024. Okay. <laughs> hey, that sounds good. <laughs> but I, I, I think that like, it's, it's so important for us to turn to God first and we don't but we need yeah. to really like like that's like a big focal point in my life and i think part of it is recognizing when to turn it over to god yeah. okay but then if we look at it like turn everything over to god because there's something so little we're like oh i can take care of that right. and then yeah. it becomes it's little like, no you can't exactly <laughs> so yeah. you know our, our self-pride it's almost right. like we're bugging god right. you know what i mean like i don't want to bug god over this yeah. i can handle yeah. this yeah. but no bug god over that and everything because yeah. that's the only way yeah yeah Ten Boom has a quote that says oh now i'm gonna mess it up if it's too small to pray over then it's too small to be a burden yeah absolutely mm-hmm. yeah yeah i think i think some really good takeaways so far i mean if you're a saved person, you should have God glasses on at all times, which means you see it the way he sees it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you are a lost person, you cannot see the way God right. sees. You yep. don't have God glasses. If you're <clears throat> if you're a saved person talking to a lost person, you need to recognize they don't have the God glasses you've been given. Yes. They cannot see it the way of the truth. Mm-hmm. And so, again... Those are some really key, core, important truths that I think we all can apply to so many. Like I can, I'm holding back, but there's so many situations in my life with different people where I'm like, I could, I could argue with them till I'm blue in the face. I could have discussions with them. I could rant on Facebook. I could do this. I could. But bottom line, they don't have, they don't have the vision to see the truth. They can't follow the facts because they can't see the facts. They believe yeah. werewolves are real. Yeah. They believe this is the. I mean, even, even you know, gender confusion and all the distortions mm-hmm. of truth yep. in our land today. They're lost. Yep. They don't have any other option but to see evil as good and good as evil. Mm-hmm. The answer is Jesus, not moral therapeutic yeah. deism. Mm-hmm. I think that <clears throat> maybe it it like you know the the cats are already out the bag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like working in the school system, like there's so many cats are already out the bag. I'm like mm-hmm. they should have just kept that box shut. And we wouldn't <laughs> be dealing with this 
today. So, you know, all the things, you know, and it's not just gender identity. Yeah, no. But, no. but, you know, there's, you know, a million things going on that as someone would have just nipped it in the bud in the beginning. Well, and what I'm not saying is that we just ignore the distortion of truth. Yeah, because you know. that leads to a very steep slope that we right. don't want our country to go. And that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, as a Christian, you need to con- you need to approach the situation with that understanding that yeah. they cannot. Well, see you're not truth. dealing with you're not going up against the, the, like the, what was the word I want the idealism like the the yeah. you're not going up against the thought process you're going up against an individual right right and so when you're going up against it, that individual most of the time is just living off of whatever the media yeah. tells them or whatever so you're not fighting you yelling at this person telling them that they're wrong and that this is it's not going to fix anything because right. they're just going to shut you off even more you know what i mean so would you say so so if the christian is called to follow the facts mm-hmm. lost people can't help but follow the tricks yeah mm-hmm. i mean but it's it, what to expect yeah. is it our job as christians to Get them a pair of God glasses. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yes. Okay. The goal of a Christian is to bring other Christians into the fold. It's to show them, look, look through these. Believe yes. the way, the truth, and the life. Surrender your life yes. to looking this way, to living by faith. That's the only way to please God. But that's not where most Christians start. Yeah. <laughs> most right. Christians, yeah, yeah. most Christian, I, you know, street corner, as you were speaking, standing on a street corner with a sign that says, Jesus is the way, the truth, and life. No man come to the mm-hmm. Father. That is absolutely biblical. Standing on the street corner with the verse that says several other things, yeah. mm-hmm. even from the Bible, yes. not applicable. Why? Because that truth can't be followed by a lost person. Yeah. Right? We could say, you know, one man, one woman. Is that truth? Absolutely. But can a lost person understand that? Yeah. No, they, no, they, they don't, don't have, have the that. God glasses. Mm-hmm. So what is the, what is, I, I feel like I'm stepping in all kinds of, we're going to get our big like mailbox yeah. of hate mail. Uh, <laughs> but do you see what I'm saying? You have to present Jesus before they can ever yeah. follow the facts. You can't be disappointed in somebody that's lost sinning. Yeah, absolutely. Sinners do it well. That's they just sin. what they do. That's what they do. That's who they are. So let's come back to uh, fear for just a minute, yep. which is, th- I'm grateful for this rabbit trail. It's not where I was going, but it's mm-hmm. actually really good. So. Uh, we know that we know Peter, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, Peter believed in Jesus. Mm-hmm. In fact, Peter said, "Jesus, you're Christ, the Son of God." He believed mm-hmm. that that's who Jesus was. He, he had this he had this belief for himself. Yet this belief, this strongly held conviction, it wasn't enough to sustain Peter, because one time when they're out on the sea, a storm arises, and Peter at first puts his belief into action and he takes a step out on the waves to come to where Jesus was. Mm-hmm. This is a step of faith that pleases God because he's coming to where God was, where Jesus was. However, Peter takes his eyes off of Jesus and starts to look at the wind and the waves and the storm and the sea. And Jesus says to Peter, come. The waves said to Peter, stay. Mm -hmm. Stay where you are, right? Trickery. The waves said, you're going to die if you come out here. If you take another Mm -hmm. step, you're going to go under. If you take another step under, you're going to drown. The waves, the storm told Peter to stay. Jesus told Peter, come. Which one was truth in that situation? Come. Which one was fact in that situation? Come. Why? Because God had spoken it. Jesus was speaking it. That was truth. That is not what he saw. That is not what he felt. That's not what he was experiencing. Do we see this? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So Peter had a choice to make. Will I listen to the wind and the waves Mm -hmm. or the facts? Will I listen to the storm and the sea or the truth? Mm-hmm. So we know, you know, that Peter begins looking at the at what he saw. He starts to look at what he felt, what he was experiencing. He listened to the waves, and instead, 
of listening to what he knew to be true. And so Peter follows his feelings, and as a result, he faltered in fear mm -hmm. instead of following the facts. Yep. The result was Peter being pummeled by his problems. Yeah. Which is just you, you just have so many. Like, I just have a problem. Yeah. Yes, there's some screws loose above. Yeah. So mm -hmm. <laughs> finally you all agree on something. Okay, so it's in this exact moment, this moment of Peter's life that's so well known, so well used. Typically we hear it in church as just trust Jesus through the storm, he'll get you through. And mm -hmm. that's the truth, but that's not the moral of the story. Because Jesus, there's a decision being made here that Jesus wants us to know. You guys know this. You guys realize this. But there's nothing in God's word given to us for funsies. Yeah. Right. Anything in God's word is given to show us something about who God is. Yes. So why is God giving us this story? Why would he? Is it just to make fun of Peter? Is it just to? No. He's giving us the story so that in our own lives, mm -hmm. we would recognize the poor decision Peter made and make the correct decision to follow fact follow the facts in our own lives yep. and have faith. Yep. So it's in this an exact in this exact moment that we each spend our lives. As Christians, we have chosen a life of faith. That's what we just got done discussing. We've chosen mm -hmm. to wear those God glasses, right? We've mm -hmm. chosen a life of faith. A life that lives, a life that acts, a life that operates and functions based upon the facts, based upon the way, the truth, and the life. His name is Jesus. However, in every moment of our lives, we are filled with whispers from the enemy, mm -hmm. words from the winds and the waves around us, trying to convince us out of following the facts. They're trying to trick us to out convince us of what we believe. Yep. And so we live each moment in this decision. Will I follow my fears? Will I stall in the situation? Will I stumble in my circumstances? Or will I look past what I see, mm -hmm. look past what I feel, look past what appears to be as true, and instead will I follow the facts? That's our topic this month, yep. folks. Follow the facts. It's the decision each of us has to make in our own lives, and it is a rather important one. Yep. So today's considerable quote is from Spurgey, and he mm. says, My faith rests not in what I am or shall be or feel or know but in what Christ is and what he has done and what he's going to do for me. Today's feature contents by Casting Crowns, a song called Voice of Truth. It's actually a rather old one, mm. uh, but it's a goodie. Mm. So. I figured. I assumed. Did you? I did. You figured and assumed? I wow. figured and assumed. Can you do both? She's following yeah. the facts. Yep. <laughs> I do both. I'm fancy. Right. Yeah, no. Reminds me of an old TV show, Dragnet. Wow. Um, yeah. It sounds old. It is, it is. <laughs> Like I've only heard rumors. <laughs> <laughs> this was not passed down to you guys. No, I just, no, okay. no. So it, it's a, you know, 1950s, 60s. Uh, mm. I've watched it in syndication, so I wasn't back then. But anyway, <laughs> the, the, the point of it is, is that uh, it was one guy who was like the, the, you know, the clever detective, mm -hmm. and the other guy just kind of carried a his little book and he wrote down and they would be interviewing someone and the person would be exaggerating what they saw and the one guy would be like just the facts ma'am and it was just <laughs> yeah. like that, that's what this reminds gotcha. me yep. just the facts just like, facts. Fishing. Just drag mm. no. No. no 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 I like yours better <laughs> no, I don't have anything else to contribute. <laughs> well, folks, thanks for joining us. We hope that you'll come back next week. Till next time, we'll see you. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.